0: dub lab we believe in equality and action strong creative people have the power to make a difference my voice is coming to you from the Dublab studio make your voice heard just as clearly by voting broadcast your message by participating in one of the most important elections of our generation get started by using vote.gov and registering today Hello and welcome to In Conversation, a Dub Lab podcast where each week we will bring you interviews from the Dub Lab radio archives.
1: Uh, good afternoon, evening or morning. This is Lydia Lunch on Dub Lab. <laughs>
2: <laughs> la, 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 la. Hey, uh, this is Jenny Nono. This is SS Extension Course. Um, also, here we have Ivory, Makeshift Witch. Makeshift Witch. Special guests here today. So, um, just wanted to start off the show with uh, uh, <clears throat> a toast.
1: <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.
2: Cheers. We, we, we're drinking um, The Blood of Virgins. A wine called Menage a
1: an That's <laughs> not appropriate, ladies. Hello.
2: <laughs> and there's three um, of us. Hello. <sighs> now. All right, Lydia. Yes, Jenny. So, mm. how are you? How are you doing these days? And uh, how do
1: I look? I'm pretty fucking perfect. You
2: look great. Well, thank you, very you much. Look I know. She's
0: on top. Fuck. Tittin'
1: on
2: top. <laughs>
1: Let's just put it this way. How old are you? I'm not. Saying. It doesn't matter because I'm twice your age, and baby, you got a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, That's I That's what love I'm that. saying, here to represent. Chew that. You know what? I'm so sick of middle-aged women wearing fucking nothing but leotards on stage and being the corporate horde of the big daddy pimp at record companies that I am here to represent, as I always have been the alternative. And mm-hmm. there you go.
2: I'm I'm in Here, you, here,
1: Hello, here. absolutely. Here, here, lately. here. No, here. Right?
0: here. <laughs> I was just also discussing with Lydia how much she has helped pave the way for... A lot. I mean, you and I wouldn't even exist without
2: litters. Kind of. Yeah, that's kind of true.
1: Thank you so much. I yeah. inc- Any way that I can inspire anybody, I'm very happy to do what I do. That's why I do it, and mm-hmm. I am here to inspire the individual. I feel that my job on this planet is to be the articulation for some voice. And look, many people find their voices, but for those that cannot find their voice or cannot articulate it, I am the scream they need to to voice. And and if you found me for whatever reason at whatever time in your life, at however old you were, mm-hmm. and if you don't know me now, but you're just finding out about me, I mean, I exist because I feel my job is to embrace those that are outside of everything else. Mm-hmm. So come on to me, children. Come just, on to... Just keep it on my feet if you don't mind. <laughs> that it. <laughs> Round Thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you very much. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, no, literally, seriously, um, I was introduced to you probably... Well, you know, in the early 2000s, right after high school. And uh, I, I discovered you actually through my love for, you know, um, Nick Cave and, like,
1: I'm still like
2: no all that it. stuff, like, No Wave, New York and stuff like that. Um, so that was my introduction to you.
1: That is what I live to do. That is what I exist is to do, is to inspire other people that yeah. can't find what they need anywhere else. You're not going to find—if you're coming to me, you can't find what you need in your cave. Not that you can yeah. get something from that bitch. <laughs> i'm just saying?
0: Well, you know what's interesting, though, too, is that, that there's a difference between being a muse and— because a, a muse is just here to inspire, right? And you're clearly a muse. But you also transcend that by being a leader. Because, you know, traditionally, a muse is someone who inspires the leader, but you've played both roles, so you're Mama and Papa. I love it when you call me Big Papa. It's (laughs) so true, she
1: nailed it. Um, What I'm most proud of in my career, and it's a 37-year trajectory that involves spoken word, written word, books, photography, music, video, film... Um, collaborative efforts on every front workshops is the ability to inspire people, for instance, to do things that... When I I work in a collaborative um, situation, I always feel that art, whatever manifestation it takes, should be a sacred place where there's no bullshit. Mm -hmm. That's why I can continue to collaborate with people after 37 years. That's why people still love to work with me because there's no ego here. As solid as my ego is, my ego is big in order to provide other people... An ability to raise up their own ego, yeah. and it's not about ego. Is not a bad word when used correctly. <laughs> ego is just your name, Lydia. Lunch. Thank That's, you. It's and your it's, identity. And it's, it is never at the deficit of anybody else. It is mm-hmm. to profit other individuals that are. You know, this is totally my goal. I've brought a lot of people to the stage. Uh, for spoken word the first time, Nick Cave, first spoken word performance, Vincent Gallo, Bibby Hanson, who's Beck's mother, and mm-hmm. Al Hanson's daughter and the youngest Warhol superstar, mm-hmm. uh, Ron Athey, various people I've yeah. brought to the set. Hubert Selby I toured with, and, and the reason. I mean, to me, word is always the most important. It's what everything I do comes... I yeah. mean, I only do music as the machine gun to whatever word or point I'm trying to make and um i've always curated things i 've always organized things i've lived in, when I lived in l a the last time I did a thing at this club that was called the parlor mm-hmm. for six months every Sunday the unhappy hour and many <laughs> people came and read there <laughs> and um, so you know and i I just I live life as a creative person, and my whole goal is to just help people to find. That sacred space, mm-hmm. which benefits the rest of their life, which might be a need. I mean, art to me is the universal self, is the self to the universal wound. Right. It's kind
0: of like art is uh, art
2: is uh, the language of an individual. I love how open you are to collaborating with people because Absolutely. ego is. A She's huge such part. a witch. She's so yeah. Loved, yeah, yeah. Always open, like, giving. I, you know? oh, I myself, okay, I'm not gonna, not gonna get into it too much. But Why not? No but like When people ask me To collaborate with them I'm always super reluctant About it Because it's like You're you're kind of going to have to make a bunch of compromises, and then yes, obviously you're I, I feel the opposite. I like, feel
1: when I c- I'm going to cut in. When yeah. I collaborate with people, I want them to be the, inth, the zenith of what they can be. You know, and that's rad. I'm and I mean, that. I don't, I'm not as controlling, look, people, people like to, to paint their fear on my face. They <laughs> like to think, she must be a fucking bitch. She must be so controlling. She must be, impo- excuse me, first of all, I'm one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. I'm paid to be mean, you so really I'm nice. not mean in my, in my daily life. Second that's of true. all, I am there to pump up other people's fragile egos. And, there, and I am there to, to kind of caress and try to help them get over the trauma of existence. So I am not a bitch. I'm paid to be that way. In my personal life, hey, it's like a doctor going to the emergency room on the weekend. Ain't going to go there. You know what I'm saying? The best top is the best bottom. Thank you very much. That's <laughs> my
0: bottom bitch, baby.
1: And exactly. <laughs> and when I collaborate with people, I want them to bring everything they have to the table. This is the beauty of doing something like I did with Weasel the other night. So the other night at Cowboy Gallery <sighs> at 622 North Hoover, which is my favorite place ah, la, la, la. to perform in in L.A., um, I orchestrated a night. It is, I do this two or three times a year with Carla Boslik, my favorite vocalist of Evangelista and Geraldine Fibbers. She was amazing. Jerry she Stahl, amazing. my favorite writer, and actually... Permanent I'm, Midnight. And, uh, uh, I don't know A million else, other right? books. <laughs> Bad Sex on Speed. Uh, I moved out to L.A. the last time I lived here, which was in the late 90s, because Jerry Stahl was here, and to work with Hubert Selby before he died. And then I did a performance with Weasel Walter, which was improvisational drums and vocals. Mm -hmm. The beauty about something like that is I don't tell him what to do. He doesn't know what I'm going to do. It's a tag team performance. Um, you know. And with him I have Retrovirus, which is the group I mainly tour Europe with, which is a retrospective, hence Retrovirus of the 37 years of my music which Weasel plays guitar in. And that, with the beauty of of doing something like that is like, look, I'm not nostalgic. I'm in the here and now. But a lot of people haven't heard my music. and If they have heard some of my music, they haven't seen a lot of it live. Mm -hmm. So doing retro virus made a lot of sense to me now when there is a lack of really hard rock music, especially fronted by strong women. I mean, this is raunchy, hard cock rock, which has a jazz noir, psychedelic bit of surf, beyond punk i was never punk post goth flavor so basically wait, and also minute, with the voice a of a black man
2: <laughs> in the body of a white woman you're
1: never punk I was never fucking punked. I, I was anti punk. I was she no wave. She created punk. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I, no, I spat in the face <laughs> of punk. Thank you. I was no <laughs> wave. I had nothing to do with punk rock. Just because I had black hair and looked better than anybody else, <laughs> I had never played punk rock. Not one song did I ever make was punk rock. Yeah. I'm no wave from the beginning to the very I'm still That's no wave. So yeah. true. Now, let me define no wave for those of you that don't know. No wave she is. She no know, knows. She no know, knows. No yeah. wave is it's not it's audience friendly. friendly. It is not a social, it's social, movement. social movement, it's an individual yeah. movement made by mainly um, insane people to voice their personal temper tantrums in a very dissonant way, which has often no melody. Mm-hmm. Punk rock is a social movement based on three-chord rock played at hyper speed, which everybody is a part of. No, Wave, you're not a fucking part of it unless you are truly so weird that you find hideous music at a dissonant volume played, in my case with Teenage Jesus, highly proficiently. Something you really want to get into? It's completely the ump. We thought punk rock. I still think punk rock is a joke. It's not what I'm into. It's really boring. <laughs> I love you love, so it's much. Boring right rock music, <laughs> amped I mean, I up, and defer. everybody looks the same.
2: Excuse me. And and it's
1: all you know. Punk rock <laughs> is more a fashion statement. The Sex Pistols were invented to sell T-shirts. Hey, Sex Pistols. Hey, they were
2: just one. So they were much. just one band.
1: Come no, on. No, but she what? actually. She it's actually I, her,
2: her. No, no, no. But that she knows... She knows, she knows way yeah. Look, a lot I of know, a lot of groups were called there. punk rock
1: that were not. I loved Magazine. I loved Joy Division. I love X. I, I don't consider any of them I punk love rock. I Magazine. I don't consider any... Birthday Party, we're not punk rock. No, Joy Division oh, really Birthday really good, too. A, oh, there Lick's were a lot side. of always wanted you to know, get down with punk no, right. People want to they- phrase punk in a period punk, of post-punk. time. Yes, no wave. Punk n- is. Look, she said she's not nostalgic. You punk probably- is a very specific type of music. You always know what punk rock sounds like. You never know what no wave sounds like. Mm-hmm. You just step that. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Punk rock. You had to look a certain way. No wave. Everybody looked hideous except for me. All right. <laughs> no, we're all. On it. <laughs> Nobody had a fashion Bravo. statement. So look, I looked punk before there was fucking punk. In seventy three, I was wearing black wet lick dresses, black rosaries, black slick back hair, no eyebrows, and black lipstick. Were That's you, glam. You, okay. That's glam. And in what, what year? Seventy three. Wow. You before weren't we even were a born. spermazoa. Before okay, I was even you, a concept. You, I'm not golf. I'm I, not punk. Were you a fan of Bowie? Yes, I'm glad he's of dead course. as well. You know what? No man deserves a quarter of a cancer. billion. Mm. I don't give a shit. No
2: man deserves cancer No, like no that. We all
1: have cancer. No man deserves a quarter of a billion dollars, a beautiful black wife for 20 fucking years, buying a mountain in Woodstock, and you're going to complain he died? Give me a fucking break. <laughs> he's dead. We all died. I don't know. I no. record... Excuse me. I don't know. Excuse me. <laughs> I recorded my... <laughs>
2: I'm sure he lived a very fruitful life, long and fruitful. I mean, I 69 so years much. is pretty
1: long. I recorded and My Death Waits" There, which is a Jacques Brel song, not a David Bowie song, but he ended the Ziggy Stardust and spider from Mars tours with that song. He was, he was a, a huge song. fan of Jacques Brel, David Bowie. When you listen, mm-hmm. he ended the Ziggy Stardust tour with a song called My Death Waits There by Jacques Brel. I recorded it two weeks before he died. Trust the fucking witch. Hala) Yes, Bowie was very inspirational to me. People don't realize how much like Bowie I am just because my music's not pop. And he did after Diamond Dogs, I had no interest in what Bowie did except for an album called Outside. Diamond Dogs is great. I'm too fucking commercial, too boring, too straight. But he did, he did, and people don't realize I don't I don't give a shit about another dead white man. Yes, I mean all dead white men. I was influenced only by dead white men. Hubert Selby dead, Henry Miller dead, the Marquis de Sade dead, Sinead, dead, Foucault. Not sure if he's alive or dead. Charles Bowie,
2: Paudelaire.
1: not really, <laughs> no. too poetic. Uh, Bowie, yes, but to me, Bowie died yeah. with Diamond Dogs because after that, I, I hated Lowe. I hated Heroes, I hate Rebel Rebel, even that should have been deleted from the album. I hate all of his pop crap. He's he's a dead rich white man who had a great fucking life. Stop crying, bitches. I agree.
0: I actually I mean, do kind of. I, no, I, no I, 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 it's in so room. interesting because in so many room, people were talking oh, about. Bowie. No, it was interesting. <laughs> so many people were talking about how upset I mean, they I, were about I, it. I, I was very. And upset. I, I, couldn't connect wait, wait, to wait, that. Hey,
2: hey, hang on, hang on, wait. I wasn't, Back it up. I wasn't upset. I wasn't upset for the reasons that you think. No, okay,
1: you're upset. Why? Well, it wasn't actually. What was the last good song you fucking released, other than the one right before he died? You, you know, can't it, even think of it. No, because it doesn't exist. Wait, wait, I'm curious to see what she's going to say. No, but the thing is, okay. Last Great Song.
2: I I told everyone I didn't actually like the album that he came out with. with
1: Last Great Great Song. Can't think of it. Thought so.
2: Well no that's Actually I've talked About that too How it's been a while Since anyone's Talked about Bowie Since
1: So he should have Died 20 years died. ago Like hey, he should have Died 40 years well, ago he, Like Lou Reed died And he hasn't written A good fucking song In 40 years either he's made, Jesus Christ Dead white man I'm mistakes, sick of them. Mistakes, you know? No they don't You don't make a mistake For 20 fucking years And call it a career <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking About me again <laughs> <laughs> Well hey You know what He worked He worked with, Okay Is, is this about me Or Bowie He worked with I don't really Give a shit He bought <laughs> a fucking Mountain <laughs> And
2: there was.
1: That I, I don't write. fucking care about what song you liked <laughs> Look he got arrested in my fucking hometown I was 14 I was already over him my brother, I would have been there arrested with What's him hometown Doesn't fucking matter yeah, Fourteen it does. Years, what is it? Rochester, New York where every good concert went to he, I would have been arrested with him and Iggy Pop I was already over those fucking losers at 14 So get a grip I'm 56 Come on. I've been over him for longer and than you've been alive. And might I
2: just add, she looks amazing.
1: I mean, uh, know. Like, yeah, t-top. I have a face Tittin's for radio.
2: Whatever. Titten on
0: top. <laughs> all right. What's the next Everything's subject? Everything's in we, place. We discussed all the so, dead white men. We're so a, now, like, I would out. like to get into a whole other yeah, direction. Yeah, we're gonna
1: gonna out here for a pimp. the Bowie.
0: When you're trying to get your money for the rent. I don't
1: pay rent. See, that's why exactly, i have smarter Exactly, because we're the witches,
0: right? I mean, hello.
1: We don't pay rent.
2: We don't pay rent.
1: We bring this back to reality Like I like to say when we're reading cards Bring it back to the table You had a question um,
0: So a friend of mine Who's also a fan of your work I mean so you've inspired so many people Men and women But for me primarily women I, I'm obviously going to pay attention to that Because I'm like you know I was a 90s kitty going to college And there wasn't very many heroes for us girls There's always like a it's pretty marginalized And, um, anyways, so we were having this discussion about you, it was really quite candid, but she was like, I wonder how much of her is a sociopath versus, like,
1: a social, you know... Piranha or pariah or social pathway. Exactly. Now, the difference between me and the average... social path maker. Thank you. The difference between me and the average... Sociopath is I have a lot of fucking empathy. I don't share a lot of your petty human emotions, like I experienced jealousy once I deleted it. I don't know disappointment. I don't understand envy. I don't get greed. I don't get a lot of, hum- as a fembot, I don't get a lot of human emotions, and I think that's to my benefit. I get the darker human emotions, and that's what I base my work on. I am a, look. Uh, I don't, I don't. I don't anyway. When you say darker, do you mean more like the primal, like the animal part of it so? Primal. The anima, the anime, the dark, the dark, the shadow sides, dark obsessions. Um, I don't need to talk about anything that isn't beyond blood deep. I mean, basically, I feel that I'm kind of a blood detective. I'm dealing with genetic forensics. So when I'm channeling my words, I'm not only talking about the here and now, I'm talking about the historical significance of repetitive actions by archetypes. Absolutely. So that's pretty much how I break it down. So this ain't just no fly-on-the-wall poetry. This ain't no bad pop rock, punk rock, love songs. I'm trying to channel the deep wounds that we have I'm trying to make something beautiful no, out of something work, horrible I think That's that it.
0: your work transcends and I actually really have to say that I think that your work is classical in the sense that it transcends time I was listening mm-hmm. to a, a piece that she did the other night at the Kaibo gallery and I was very impressed with its significance because I was able to see it in its vastness you know what mm-hmm. I mean it was you could apply it to anyone it was it was universal and i think that that's what art should try to achieve i, I
2: filmed part of it and i love what you, were, you 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 mentioned uh, something about um raping a shadow and raping a ghost i was really i was really into that shadow boxing in the you dark you would a <laughs> shadow boxing in the dark it wasn't Thank necessarily you. the rape part it was just putting those words together that was really what is it about me. the
0: Asians and the ghost thing? I don't
1: know. There's
2: like some like <laughs> well, <laughs> like tipsy you know, houses is, and like
1: suicide know, forest, floating people. There is a
2: suicide forest in, in uh, Japan.
1: Yes, there is. They That's made a movie about die. it recently. I'm sure it's not very good.
2: It's probably terrible. I'm sure
1: the real place is the amazing. concept is. The beautiful concept now. is kind
2: of beautiful and fucked up, but, you know... I mean, my, my,
1: my goal as an artist is just try to get to the root issues of our discomfort, of our horror, of our nightmare, of our pain, of our trauma. To try to go in to the most brutal and hideous things and make something, if not beautiful, at least poetic from it. I mean, ultimately beautiful... It would be great. That's why I turned to photography. That's why I decided to find another language to express my horror. Which, through photography, you can make a really beautiful image, which still depicts the traumas of war or pain. But it's with a different language because I know my language is too—it's too aggressive, it's too passionate. It's bizarre that. But Latin again, America- you were
0: also like such a muse for like people like Richard Kern or some. You know okay, what I mean? Well, like, again, amused because you took it there. You you bring the she brings the noise. Clearly,
1: yeah, of course. And what's interesting is the shyest, most insecure, femme men never have a problem with me. The only men that have ever had a problem with me are the ones that want to be the most macho cock in the room because they can't. The the alpha can't stand my big dick in their face. <laughs> and the thing is, is the shy boys. The shy boys know my dick ain't there they to. Don't sh- like her hitting on top. Hey, my, the shy boys know my dick ain't there to choke them. It's to choke the fucking bull- bully. I act like a bully, not to bully them, but to bully the bullies. <clears throat> so the shyer someone is, the weirder they are, the more out they are, the more insecure or undefined or, or uncategorizable, they never have an issue with me. But those that really think they have defined themselves, to, because you cannot define me. Because first of all, if I was to define myself, I would say, I'm a truck driving faggot in May West Westbody, now deal with that bitch, and basically I'm black on top of it. Now, how are you going to deal with that, looking at this? That ain't easy. You get, you get me You're you get me you ain't what you look yeah. like so anyone who feels uncomfortable discomforted they know they can find comfort in me and that it's is the most true. beautiful thing about what i do I, I, oh. I you, about you,
2: obviously you probably get this a lot i was very intimidated not just by who you are on your your my face i know but, but <laughs> by the way you were speaking i was like dang this woman is like intense very smart and super cool like i was so intimidated
1: how did i treat but you? but now
2: you were su- you're really nice
1: oh sure she always strings love you that's nailed, insane you, you nailed you
2: something down Oh, yeah, she was some, did. Which something to do with me Thank eating you. Flaming Hot Cheetos. Oh, that tell that funny. <laughs> Wait till, oh, that, I forgot about that. I have no
1: it, idea it what you're in, talking about, but go ahead. This is a good one, you were, you were making
2: fun of me for eating Flaming Hot Cheetos. But in, in a nice way. in a nice way. It was but really you, funny. But you nailed something down, which I... Tell what you said. I wrote it down in a notebook somewhere, but I
1: don't actually remember See, what that's was, how profound which it is.
2: So
0: just even meeting this so woman good, is,
1: personality I may not eat really Cheetos, funny. but anything flaming hot, I will stick in my mouth. So I had to respect <laughs> you on that level. I do not... Take, I do not chew on Cheetos. I do not eat Doritos. I don't <laughs> eat bread. But anything that's hot, I will stick it in my mouth. At no, least. but Lydia, I just
2: have to say, yeah. yeah
1: there, you came was... up to me out of nowhere. You ha- you were bold enough to approach me and what? And I was kind to you. You
2: were so kind. Why
1: would not why would I not be?
2: No 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 no. But of course I mean, no no. Yeah.
1: We know you know that now. No, but
2: I'm saying that like the intimidation factor is very much there because you are a force cuz you're prolific i mean, I mean you've really you've and done and service
0: a service to a lot of people but when people
2: actually actually listen to what you're saying <laughs> instead of like oh she curses a lot or she seems very like aggressive or if they come up to actually, me and after
1: 30 seconds they realize i am the bully to bully their bullies and I'm yeah. not there to bully them. But if you... they're at my show, I'm very kind to them because what? they don't have to be there. Yeah. First of all, I'm not soliciting them to be there. Be, that's their choice. They're coming to me for something. Yeah. If they need a hug, I will give them a hug. Totally. I, I'm not there to crush the individual. I'm there to pump them up. And most people that have any kind of problems or insecurities and the more insecure and the more problems they have, they realize this.
0: They realize yeah, this. what's well, it's interesting just, it's because it's like almost as a, as a result, it's really truly you are being of service to people yeah. more than an artist. I feel like she's and seriously yeah, like. A I was going to say, yeah, it's not just that you're nice,
2: nightingale. It's that you're nice. It's nightingale. That you get it? You just get it. Thanks. Which is she's really, nice and gale. It's really mm. rare, rare, where
1: Oh yeah! Rare, Why rare. don't you go approach Courtney Love and see how nice that cunt is.
2: Yeah, yeah, I has got nothing to a, say, who
1: hasn't written a good fucking song ever in her life that she didn't steal, who was a tragic disaster, as I like to call her, a train wreck crashing into a bank. I am the anti-Courtney, but then again, I am the anti-Christ. I think that I turn wine into water, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> True that.
0: But also, too, in the same light, too, it's funny because in the same light, you kind of admire... I mean, I, even though she's a total monster, I kind of admire someone that's that...
2: Gross. I do too. Well, Just because I, it's not, like I at would, least it's would, individualized. I it's like, use, because yeah. I think it's so hard I love for people you, to become I individuals. Word
1: I love the word admire. I love that you said gross. And the thing is, the she thing is, is look, guy. I will tell you everything horrible that I have experienced in my life but you will never see me doing anything raunchy and that's just out of dignity for myself and for other people that's so nice. when I say I'm the anti-Courtney and I, I, and I am because first of all she's not original she ripped off the very dress from Cat Baland of Babes in Toyland she stole my oh, attitude man. and Kurt Cobain wrote nice. all her fucking songs she, she took four years to write an album she didn't write that cost two million dollars I recorded big sexy noise and retro virus in ten fucking hours all right You try to approach her, and there's only going to be a nonstop, you know, tirade (laughs) of lies and bullshit. People come to me, I'm going to look in their eyes it's not about me they're coming to me what 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 is it they are bringing and what do they need i don't need this is why i love spoken word don't applaud don't applaud between songs or pieces i'm not looking for your applause i'm not there for your love i'm there to give you and thank you the love because i have more than enough i'm not here for anyone's approval i don't give a shit if i have one fan or i don't want a million fans trust me i don't have them I'm there for the individual that needs something very specific that they can find nowhere else. I don't need what the audience is. I'm amazed anyone is ever at any show, but I am not there for their applaud and applause, and I'm not even there for their fucking money. Truly. Really... no. I she's like she. You're a of hustler. course, we all yeah, have you, to hustle because we real. all have to keep. You I'm know, a juggler, so a juggler, are, a hustler. Like juggler. But like really, juggler. but
0: really, I truly do believe that you are here.
1: Thank you, baby. You know me. To be of
0: service. And you give... You teach people how to become individuals. And I think that that's... Thank
1: you very much. um, Very noble. And look, what I do, 37 years of it now, takes a lot of fucking discipline takes a lot of focus. I have to plan my life six months, eight months in advance in order to just maintain near poverty level. I'm a nomad now. I've always lived in different places. Mm-hmm. My biggest addiction is moving. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that if you a writer has to move. I move for architecture. I move for the economy. I move for collaborators. Right now I'm living wherever my body is, is where I'm living. Because I feel it's important for me to be in the places I need to be for the people I need to be there for. Yeah. So it's, if I'm in one place and I have it. Look, when I lived in LA before I moved to Spain for eight years, I had an amazing house. Mm-hmm. Mike was there, two floor house, Craftsman. People could come to me. Now I go to people, so I go where I have to go. This is in some sense a service because I'm not there for any. I'm not there for what you're bringing me. I'm there because I know what I need to deliver to certain people in certain places at certain times about either my own hysteria, which is also theirs, or the hysteria of history. Bottom line, that's what I do. Sometimes I use music. Sometimes I use straight-up spoken word. Sometimes I use photography. But I am always going to where I think there are people that need me to be at that time. That's what I do. That's why I am always an outsider. So I've been in many different, responsible for many genres. I've been involved in many cliques, cults, time periods, frames. You can't put me... I say no wave. You can't put me in any one because I will always be mobile. Mm-hmm. I will always be moving. I will always be changing and I will always trying to be find a different way to talk about what are the basic dilemmas, the dystopia we live in, the injustices we face.
0: Always putting like creating more room on the broom.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Glamorous witch. I get up in the morning. I believe I will dust my broom. I gotta clean off those dust mites because there's many people that might want to sit behind me.
2: All right, well, so Lydia, uh, have you ever had a
1: do? You, have you ever
2: had a favorite place destination? No, no, no. absolutely. Uh, no, ever, I like this, called... Look,
1: I like this planet for now, but I haven't been to many others. So for now, I'm pretty good here. I <laughs> haven't been everywhere yet.
0: But how about have you? I feel ever comfortable everywhere. Love, I love
1: feel... like a home in some other person. No. Yes, of course, many people, and that's why I travel as I do. Home to me is where my body is. It's where my friends are everywhere. How can I... I've always had a... Look, I've lived in New York, New Orleans, San Francisco, L.A., London, Barcelona, Los Angeles two times. Now I've been a nomad for three years or a little bit more. I still have a place in Barcelona. I'm rarely there. I like to be on tour. It's, of course, I find home in other people, and they find home in me. So I usually have had a specific structure and i may have one again soon i'm going to need one right now i don't feel that need because the the home i don't even need but that i can provide exists in many places so therefore there there is where i go true that.
0: Well, can i also this is really funny this is kind of like no people a, are
1: so hooked to their possessions oh how can you live like that what about all your shit oh, it's shit you just said it what about all your shit it's no, shit she gave me the most amazing gift like, it's by shit. the way Dude,
2: i can totally relate
1: it's shit Every i don't want shit this. Right now I'm in the process of selling my archives. I have 24 boxes of archives. That's not shit. That's archives. All right? So my shit, I like to distribute to people because basically if I don't wear something in six months or a year, it's got to go. I live out of a suitcase. Shit, which you collect yeah, because you have a house and in it's, in it's American condition. condition. We're all mini hoarders, but I'm not. I like to get rid of shit. Every time I move, I sell everything I have. Me too. But I've kept my archives, and that's kind of miraculous. No, I mean she has like love so letters from everyone. love letters. <laughs> what
2: else do you got in your archives? I oh, love no. it. My,
1: look, my archives are 2,500 items, which are not everything I have. I have handwritten letters from people going back to '77. I have everything I've ever produced live or documented. I have unseen live performances with poets who are not dead. I have DVDs, CDs, mini discs. I have ephemera. Uh, there's 24 boxes of shit I can't even name. It will be placed, and it will be placed soon, and only because I want it somewhere where anybody can access it whenever they want. You, I can't expect anyone to go through 37 years of my fucking life, mm-hmm. but I want it there so that if you want to go into one period, to one idea, one concept, one musical thing, one written thing, there it all is. It can't be my burden. I can't carry a donkey cart. But I do think I it's want important less.
0: for for um, culturally, I do think it's important for people to preserve her work. I think that it should well, be preserved yeah. on an academic level because, like I said, I'm, as uh, I was a feminist, uh, you know, like whatever, a 90s feminist, and it is important to be able to access that sort
1: of information. And I wanted to be there for free for anybody to access who has the time or energy. I wanted to be there for people in, like, Bulgaria to be able to just go and say, what was she writing in 1982? Not precious about any of this shit yeah. i live as a functioning yes. artist but someplace is going to house this stuff because it can't be on my back because basically i want to i want one suitcase and nothing more now i have more <laughs> she than needs that more now room on her broom i have i have more <laughs> than that now and i'm getting i'm getting it smaller and smaller with every passing day week it's not about the shit you own that bogs you down it's about the gold you have and you know we used to smuggle those emeralds in our pussy, we were witches. You know, <laughs> know what I'm saying? I want. If, I wish I could say. I, I only. Wa- want I only want to travel with it, with whatever fits in my puss, honey. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Hello, oh. that's where I go. Where Time I, I go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love a man that, that fits. Nice. I love a man that's just the right size. I'll travel with that. You know? Can you carry my bag, be uh, no. Nothing. <laughs> Ain't say nothing. So, so
2: how, what could you fit in your pussy, do you
1: think? Well, believe it or not, it's probably tighter than yours, but we don't have to go there.
2: Give me, okay, give me three words that start with
1: an A. You know what? I'll give you three words. I love you, bitch. That's four. <laughs>
2: All right. Cool. I can deal
0: with
1: that. All right. Now, end of story. Should we tie this up or what?
0: Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. ba, 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 ba
2: let us see. I
1: think so, because you're going to have some music interjected.
2: We're going to have some music you got to have music Okay, so we're going to do about I'm just um, going to wrap
1: up I, Let me just tell you what I'm doing, alright? Yeah, how, tell you know, what you're doing right now Look, you know, the thing, the thing about existence is It's like a hurricane, a tornado, a mudslide A riot All you can see is what's near you, alright? All you see is what's near you When you're in a tsunami, alright? I'm all over the fucking map How are you supposed to know what I do? So right at this time, this is what I do. I do Retrovirus, which is Bob Bird. He used to be in Sonic Youth as the drummer. Tim Dahl, who's played with Youssef Latif and Mark Ribot. Weasel Walter, the best guitar player and improvisational musician in the world. I do a two-piece called Brutal Measures with Weasel Walter and myself. We do that here and there. I have a three-piece improvisational female group with myself, Mia Zabelka, an amazing female Austrian uh, violinist. And oh, I know who
0: you're talking about. Was oh, yeah. it she from the, um, oh my god, I know. We'll
1: talk that. about that in a minute. And Zahra Mani, so who's yeah, a yeah. Pakistani bass player and female sound writer. We only play east of Berlin, so we'll never play here. I still do music with Cypress Grove. That's my country blues record. I'll send you some of that. And I still perform with Big Sexy Noise. That's and just I'm some of the... Later, so. That's just my Cypress <laughs> Grove. Or well, my Big Sexy Noise. That's just some of the stuff that I am presently involved in, besides my solo spoken word stuff, besides Besides my curatorial, besides my from the page to the stage spoken word workshop for women only mostly, and my photographic exhibitions, my name is Lydia Lodge This is Dub Lab. That's what I do. What the fuck are you doing?
0: Conversation was produced by DubLab, a nonprofit radio station broadcasting live from Los Angeles since 1999. Sound editing and theme song by Matea Baim. For more programming, visit dublab.com and thank you for listening.